you're listening to Agile Ideas, the podcast, hosted by Fatima Abuchi. You're listening to Episode 7, What is Anxiety? What is Depression? Signs, Symptoms and How to Cope. Hi everyone, today we're going to speak about something that's really, really dear to my heart. As many of you may know, if you've seen me on LinkedIn or other social media channels, I'm an ambassador for mental health. As it's World Mental Health Week, this week in October, I, I, I record this podcast in hopes of sharing some useful information around mental health disorders, in particular, anxiety and depression, some of the signs and symptoms to look out for, what the anxiety and depression is, some information around how you can get help and what you can do about it in the office as well. So I just want to start by sharing a little bit of a personal story about anxiety and depression. Anxiety and depression is something that has run in my family for quite a long time. In fact, there are many people in my family that have had anxiety or depression before. I am one of those people and for those who know me, I have been able to achieve a lot of things in life despite having an anxiety disorder. Anxiety in itself, just like depression, is a hurdle and a challenge that affects people in life and in fact anxiety and depression can affect anyone at any time. Often what people don't know about anxiety or depression is that it doesn't discriminate, meaning it can can appear at any time, it can affect anyone It doesn't matter what your background is or what other medical problems you may have or have had. Anxiety and depression can affect anyone at any age and at any time. I've been volunteering with Beyond Blue, which is an Australian not-for-profit organisation for for quite a while. They're an independent um, not-for-profit organisation working to address issues associated with depression and anxiety in Australia. Their, 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 their goal in life is to help raise awareness about depression and anxiety, reduce the associated stigma and encourage people to seek help early. So this podcast is de- dedicated specifically to do just that. So just a little bit about myself. For those who know me, you would know that I, I have had anxiety um, for 11 years, but I have not let it stop me from doing anything that I've wanted to do in life. Um, I've been very fortunate to work in the corporate space and have been able to work in some really senior roles across a number of different industries globally. And I've also had the pleasure of running a business now for over six years. And I have an amazing team of eight people who have been fantastic in working with us together and are all very, very supportive of mental health and helping those around us to overcome the stigma associated with mental health and therefore it's a charity that is very, very closely tied to Agile Management Office and we do what we can to raise money often for for this charity. So let's get stuck into it. First of all, I wanted to tell you a little bit about anxiety. Often people don't know that what anxiety is. Anxiety in itself is, is more than a feeling of just being stressed or worried. For example, someone who gets up to do some public speaking may not feel very comfortable. They may feel a bit anxious. That is not an anxiety disorder. That is 
these similar symptoms of anxiousness where you might have butterflies in your tummy or, or, or a dry throat, but it's not actually an anxiety disorder. Where, when you have anxiety, it's when those stress and anxious feelings are common and they, res- they, they appear in situations regardless of specific stresses that might be occurring in your life. So for example, if you have a situation where maybe you have, um, you've lost a job or you've uh, you know, been diagnosed with, a, with a, an illness or you maybe have been in a car accident, which I've been in many times, you may feel stressed or worried uh, and anxious as a result of that situation. But when you remove the stressor, which is, for, in my instance, you know, the car accident went away as an example, uh, and that stressful situation in itself has passed, and then you still have those anxious feelings, you still have that stress and that worry, and those feelings are not subsiding. That's what anxiety means. Anxiety is when there's ongoing and existing um, existing anxiousness, stress, and worry without any particular reason for its cause. It's actually a really serious condition, and it's something that makes it really hard for people to cope with in daily life. Often people that are suffering from an anxiety condition may feel worried and anxious most of the time and can find it really difficult to calm down. In fact, anxiety is, like depression, an invisible illness. So many times you will not know that someone around you or someone in your family perhaps is suffering from anxiety. People that often experience an anxiety disorder often will feel overwhelmed or frightened by, with sudden feelings of intense panic. Maybe they'll have a panic attack. And those feelings and those fears may seem silly to other people, but they are con- recurring thoughts that contribute to that person's anxiety. When we think about anxiety and we think about what are the signs and symptoms, well, there's a lot of different signs and symptoms that you can look out for, but we're going to go through a few of the physiological symptoms. Some of the ones that occur when someone is feeling anxious, and I'll talk you through some of those now. So some of the common ones are irritable bowel syndrome, where you may feel like you need to go to the toilet or you're not able to go to the toilet, wriggly hands, shaky legs, tense shoulders. You might feel like you have a lump in the throat. You might have dizziness, dry mouth. A really common one is feeling like pins and needles in your body sometimes. And even more common where your heart beats really, really fast out of nowhere and it's beginning to beat faster and your breath gets faster as well. Now those symptoms and signs of anxiety are something that occurs to people often can happen all at the same time. So if you or someone you know is a sufferer of anxiety, when they have this intense feeling of anxiousness, they are very likely going through many of those symptoms that I just described. It's a really, really challenging situation to be in, especially because many of those are invisible. And so mental health challenges are often specifically for that individual. And sometimes it can be hard to, to, to ask for help. When we think about depression... Depression is more than just a low mood. In fact, it's a serious illness as well, something that has impact on both physical and mental health. Like anxiety, there's a lot of physiological symptoms as a result of having anxiety. 
And with depression as well, it can impact your mood. It can cause you to feel feel down and have a low mood. And it is physically exhausting because of all of the tension and the stress that is built, is built up and held in your body. Often people who have depression or are diagnosed with depression may lose interest in work or in hobbies or things that they would normally enjoy. These are the things that maybe they, you know, play golf every weekend and they did that for a really long time and then all of a sudden they just decided they don't want to do that anymore. Maybe someone who doesn't want to go to school. Maybe you don't feel like going to work. Or maybe you like catching up with friends for dinner every weekend and you just decide that you don't want to do that anymore. Often people with depression may lack energy and have difficulty sleeping or they may sleep more than usual. By rule of thumb, a person may be depressed if he or she has felt sad, down or miserable most of the time for more than two consecutive weeks and or have lost interest and pleasure in most of their usual activities. So depression is characterized by that more than two consecutive weeks. That's a rule of thumb. With anxiety, it usually takes a good six months before you can be diagnosed with with anxiety. That being said, Either one of them is something that you should discuss with your your doctor, your general practitioner, if you have any concerns. So the signs and symptoms of depression, there are some similarities with anxiety and they overlap in some way, shape and form. But depression is more about thoughts, thinking about I'm a failure or you might think it's not my, uh, it's, it's all my fault. Nothing good happens to me. Life's not worth living. People would be better off without me. These are the sorts of thoughts that sometimes people who are depressed may have. In fact, people who are, who are depressed are also often having overwhelming feelings, feelings of guilt, frustration. Maybe they're lacking confidence. Maybe they're unhappy or indecisive, miserable, sad. They often have physical pain like a churning gut, sleeping problems. Maybe a loss or a change of appetite, significant weight or loss or, loss or gain. And they might be tired all the time. Mental health conditions like anxiety and depression can make you feel physically and mentally drained and exhausted all the time. And so no wonder statistics show that there is a significant number of lost productivity in the workplace as a result of mental health conditions such as depression and anxiety. There is a lot of pain and suffering that comes as a result of these mental health illnesses. Often people will think that having depression or anxiety, that you can just snap out of it. But depression and anxiety are illnesses. They don't indicate a weakness of character. It's nothing to be ashamed of. In fact, many people are suffering. In Australia alone, over 1 million people suffer from depression and 2 million people suffer from anxiety. And the number is climbing. Remember, depression and anxiety themselves are illnesses. And people should not be ashamed if they are suffering from either one of those or both if in a very unfortunate case. It's important that with anxiety or depression that you speak up and you seek help early because speaking up and seeking help early is what's going to help you to overcome and overcome the day-to-day challenges and recover in the way that's best for you. Anxiety and depression are things that are... are are ever-present. They are always following you around. The way that I, I like to describe depression and anxiety in a really simple form is 
depression is worrying about the past, things that have happened from, from the, the current moment and, and previous to that, whereas anxiety is from the current moment into the future. So often people with anxiety will, will, will catastrophize. They may have irrational fears. They may have, um, you know, a type of anxiety disorder because there are many of them, um, such as obsessive compulsive disorder or others. The, the anxiety and depression illness itself affects everybody differently. Just like any other medical um, illness, anxiety and depression affect people differently. That means they may affect you in a way that is different to the person next to you. As I said in my family, the way that I have personally been um, impacted by anxiety is different to that of others in my family. What I can tell you though is that as a result of going through the challenge of anxiety and depression, you will learn more about it and once you learn more about it, you will be able to manage it so it doesn't manage you. Now that's a really important thing to know because often people will be of the assumption and I know that I was one of those people who assumed that you can switch off anxiety and never, never, um, sorry, go back and switch it off so that when it happened or when it first occurred that you can go back before that, that point. It doesn't work like that. With mental health conditions such as anxiety and depression, once you've learnt about them, you have learnt about them and you know what they are. But when you learn how to cope, how to manage and how to recover from their day-to-day challenges then you will be able to work out how you will manage it so it doesn't manage you. There's a lot of things that you can do to seek help. If you are in Australia, there is a 24-hour, seven-day-a-week Beyond Blue hotline that can be called at any time when you're not feeling the best whether you want to discuss your symptoms that you may be having, whether you think you might have anxiety or depression. Perhaps you want to know how you can overcome a particular challenge. Maybe you just need someone to talk to. Beyond Blue has a 24-hour, seven-day-a-week hotline and their number is one 224 Additionally, there are a number of other organisations such as Lifeline, the number is 131114. So if you're looking for crisis support or suicide prevention, you can call 131114. There are a lot of other uh, not-for-profit organisations in the world, in other countries, where the same sort of support services can be provided and are available. But as I mentioned earlier in the podcast, the first best step is always to go to your GP, your general practitioner, your doctor, your, your health specialist, because they are, you know, they see these things all the time. And so they will be able to help you specifically to work out what is needed for you to recover, but also to help diagnose your anxiety and depression or, or, or understand whether or not you are um, suffering from either one. Or maybe you're not. Maybe you just have a stressful situation in life right now. So it's a really, really important thing is just asking for help. Because when you ask for help, you're opening the door for your own recovery. It's important to think about the fact that many people around us, in fact, I would say one in, one in three, 
probably have someone that is impacted by mental health conditions such as anxiety and depression. And so we all need to start talking about mental health and continue rather talking about mental health and checking in with people that we are concerned about. There's a lot of different reasons why workplaces as well. I've spent a long time in the corporate space and there is a lot of um, evidence to say that for every for every dollar you spend, you, the organisation will make several dollars back in, in helping the workplace to be mentally healthy. There's a lot of different things that organisations can do. But what can you do for yourself? If you are an individual that is suffering from a mental health condition such as anxiety or depression, know first of all that you are not alone. You are one of many people around the world who unfortunately have been hit with the anxiety or depression stick. But just like any other illness, you can spend time understanding what it means, understanding all of the aspects of anxiety and depression and working out the best possible recovery path for you with your doctor or your psychologist, or your psychiatrist, or a counsellor, with these health professionals who see this stuff all the time, they will be able to help you ascertain what is the best recovery path for you. Now, no, during the process, you may have ups and downs. I mean, I call anxiety the roller coaster. It's a roller coaster of emotions where you go up and you go back down. And that particular roller coaster is one of those ones that never ends. But it can slow down it can get better you can just coast through if you learn how to manage anxiety and depression so it doesn't manage you anxiety and depression are two invisible illnesses that require a lot of persistence from yourself as individuals a lot of patience a lot of um, a lot of optimism a lot of times where you will have bad moments and a lot of other times you will have successes but you need to trust yourself and not give up because you will learn to cope and it always does get better so I hope that this information has been helpful if you if you want to know what some other things that you can do in addition to seeing a health professional because that is the first best step I have been involved in a lot of things such as mindfulness meditation yoga, um, herbal, herbal, um, herbal remedies. You can also um, check your vitamin levels, vitamins B and B, uh, B12 and vitamin D, for example, are often they can be quite low and not, you're not realizing they could be causing you to have additional um, symptoms. Um, in addition to that, one of the biggest things that helps is exercise because exercise increases serotonin, which is a really, really good um, good for you and, and it reduces the stress hormone cortisol so in addition to that there are a number of books that will tell you all about mental health there's been a lot of books that I've read over the years that are really really good that um, I would suggest that you can look at reading as well I'm happy to share some of those if you would like to um, get in touch with me by email or on LinkedIn overall Hopefully, by listening to this podcast, that you have hope that you will overcome your anxiety or your depression. They're both treatable and common conditions. There is a lot of support out there and it's important to seek support early. The sooner you do it, the better it is. With the right treatment, most people will recover. And remember, recovery means 
different things to different people. If you think that you may be depressed or have an anxiety condition or you know someone who might, talk about it and seek help from a general practitioner or another mental health professional. Remember, resilience is important for everyone. So bouncing back from life's disappointments is an extremely important life skill to have. And remember, most importantly, it's nothing to be ashamed of. So don't be scared. You will get through this. You've got this. Thank you for listening. And I look forward to speaking to you guys again soon. Thank you for listening to this podcast today. We welcome any feedback. If you'd like me to cover off any specific topics in future or be part of our podcast in future episodes, please let us know by going to www.agilemanagementoffice.com. That's A-G-I-L-E-M-A-N-A-G-E-M-E-N-T-O-F-F-I-C-E.com. I hope you've been able to learn, feel, think, or be inspired today. Until next time, what's your Agile idea?